Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my channel. My name is Stassi. Thank you so much for being here today. I am so excited. So I'm super fangirling over here because I have Melissa and Amy. They are they are the creators of Speaking Simlish Podcast. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank, thank you, you so much us. for having us. Oh my gosh. I feel like now the tables are turned. Because I know. I, I was on your guys' podcast. Now you can be on mine. And here's the difference. You guys actually know how to edit really well. I'm shit at editing. So just giving you that heads up right now. And he's shaking her head. I know how to edit. I will I will accept that compliment. I don't know how to put anything fancy in, but I know how to cut out all the bullshit. The ums. The oh, ums. God. Oh, I don't know how to do the ums, so I feel like we should have an um counter at the end of this, and anybody yeah. who can guess how many ums were said will win a prize. They'll, they'll win a stuff pack. All the amount of times that I have to interrupt Melissa and say, like, hey, we're going to have to cut this out, and then I just let out a really big butt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't have the level to do that, so, like, if you burp, it might be in here. <laughs> Perfect. Love okay. that so much for me. And you know, people will just, just gonna really be our true really authentic am. selves. Again, I, I also so I, we were we were chatting before here, and Melissa and Amy look like they are ready to take on the world. I am in my fiance's sweater in the same tights I've worn for four days straight. We are peacocking for anyone who doesn't know what that is. It we've been doing this since we met each other, basically. Right, Melissa, I would say that we were both on the same wavelength almost immediately for this. Yeah. Um, and for background, if you don't listen to Speaking Simlish, Melissa and I know each other from grad school. So, you know, that's a bonding experience in itself. Um, and as a trauma she, response. Yes, it is. <laughs> Um, and grad students are expected to speak at conferences um, and present original ideas. <sighs> Terrible. Um, so we would dress up, makeup, bright lips, bright clothes, um, in the hopes that people would just pay attention to that and not really uh, fight our ideas in any way. And that's what we're doing right here, right now. Yeah. Please look at the colors on my eyes. Don't listen to what's coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I love it. Now, this is a first for me. I have to take my headset off because my laptop's going to die. And I forgot it's plugged in with the Christmas tree and the Christmas tree's not on. I love that. <laughs> I When she takes her headphones off, let's just like really take this in a weird direction. Make it weird. <laughs> oh, I'm mm -hmm. keeping this in. So you guys can keep this in any Perfect. way. And then I Excellent. will just have to guess what you guys are talking about. Okay. So just give yeah. me like 10 seconds. Soul Soul Simmers, welcome to Speaking Simlish. <laughs> the podcast where we talk about everything The Sims. Today we we're here <laughs> with Stassi <laughs> for another wonderful interview. We just, just absolutely took over and introduced Speaking Simlish. <laughs> we I just did our intro. <laughs> self-plugging, self-plugging, that's yes. why we're here. <laughs> Jameless. <laughs> I just felt so because as you guys were talking, my laptop was like, you have 38 seconds left. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, what a God. warning. Yeah. I Oh, I love this warning because I have a mom answering email laptop. So like it now has over 100 gigs of CC on here. And it just like it reminds me every day how much it hates me because it can only function on on the battery. And because I have a Christmas tree here. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for everybody, giant ass tree. Wow. So this is a eight and a half foot tree. Oh, and I have I, wow. I have a second tree upstairs in my office. So, so this is my fun tree. So this has all my stuffies. I got some homemade ornaments on here. This is my fun tree. And the upstairs one I like to call is my tacky because it's just Christmas balls, beads, and tinsel. Mm-hmm. And I just, you need both. So anyways, so this is usually where I, I work. Um, and it's, I, well, this is being filmed on a Saturday and my fiance likes to sleep in and my office is right outside our door and that's not fair to him. So I come down here, I work at my kitchen table and do these, but now the Christmas tree is here. I can't get to the plug. So we have to climb. We had an extension cord and it was fantastic, which was probably not. I have to climb under the tree to turn the tree on. So again thank god that was not shown so i'm like okay well i'm just gonna keep my laptop plugged in here it's fine it's good to go so and then i'm like oh my god it because this tree's not on that means my laptop's not plugged in if my laptop is not plugged in i have maybe 30 minutes of life on it without it wanting to die and this is a new yeah. laptop i've probably had oh this for like under two years i have like i'm testing this baby to the max like without a doubt but i hope to get um to build my own gaming pc Nice. Um, after the wedding because that's a very expensive. Uh, oh yeah, yes. yeah. And people are like, I was, I'm like, yeah. So how much is a gaming PC? Like, I don't know, like two grand. They're like, ah, that's just two grand for one thing. It's like five grand, and I'm like, what? That's yeah. insane. Yeah, Amy and I are both on our beastie gaming. Yes, PCs. We are desktop supremacists. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm on my Vizio book. This is what it is. <laughs> Anyways, I feel like this is a fantastic segue. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Go for it, Melissa. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Melissa. I've been playing The Sims for 16 years. Um, I think my favorite iteration would have to be three, but I've been playing a lot of The Sims 2 lately. Um, which has been super duper fun. Um, and in my free time, I also like playing like other like cozy games like Stardew Valley, and I'm really into Cozy Grove right now. Cool, Just all around gamer girl. Oh, I like that. Amy, how about the top front like pieces of your hair? Huh? Oh, it's e girl, e girl, e girl hair. Dye the top. Yeah, just dye this like purple, and then you'll be complete. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, perfect. Immaculate vibes. And if I was near you, I would practice out my hair dyeing skills because that's something I, again, would want to do. I could, <laughs> I could just bleach the little bits right here and then we can use any color you want. It's perfect. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Match the eyeshadow. Yes. <laughs> I've never had wa- colorful hair. Pardon? Never. You've I've never, never had, had colorful color- hair. Really? Mm. You've never had fashion colors in your hair? Mm-mm. I wasn't allowed to have colorful hair as like a teenager. And so I just never did it. You would suit it. You would hundred percent suit it. That's Mm -hmm. why I explained my like outrageous clothes to my coworkers. I'm like, oh, I wasn't allowed to do this as a teenager. Now you have to deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's your problem. Okay. Well, Melissa, what color would, like what fun color would you dye your hair? If you could. Um, I'd probably just do black, to be honest. Huh. Huh. Goth girl for life. 
That's fair. But like, like, okay, what about goth girl for life with a little fun color in the front? Probably red or white. Oh, I, I would white. I would, white, I, would, you would, you white would, would be cool. I think white would be really cool. I like it. It would also be very hard to maintain. Oh yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I'm so lazy that like, this is my natural hair. I haven't done anything to it. Like I can't deal with keeping up with my hair. That's fair. The this face is my is natural hair color too, Melissa. I know. Oh, I didn't say natural hair color. This is my natural hair texture. Oh. Like I haven't, I washed it a few days ago and this is what it is. Same. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay I, so have natural? To, I, I have to ask you guys this. This is not a Sims question. Since COVID, do you guys wash your hair as often as you used to? I was already pretty lazy with it. Okay. Yeah. I'm like a every three to four days kind of chick. Um, because you can train your hair, right? That's the whole point. Yeah. Lots of people took the time in the pandemic to train their hair to not need it to be washed as long. Yeah. Like as often. Um, um, I'm probably washing it more just because I'm bored. <laughs> and I'll be like, I'm going to take a shower and just stand under the water for 30 minutes. <laughs> and if my hair gets wet, I might as well wash it. Um, no, I'm also a every three to four day. Okay, I feel like you guys are gonna judge me. How okay, how long do you think I can go without washing my hair? And this is no, this is this is a trust tree, guys. No judgment. Two weeks. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say two. Yeah. Yep. Two weeks. I've I've traded up product in between. Do you dry shampoo? Nope. My hair is just so naturally dry that any of the natural oils that come through has actually not only like made my hair grow more throughout the pandemic, it's actually growing healthy. Yeah. So I only wash my hair twice a, twice a month. Yeah, that's nice though. I'm wow. just an oily bitch. Like, oh. oh my God, are we allowed to sweat? Yeah. I've okay. already said like shit like eight times. You're fine. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know this literally says in here, expect swearing, hence being unplugged. <laughs> Less. <laughs> you Fuck are shit. trying, you are trying to um censor an English woman. Oh, it's, it's impossible. It's zero impossible. I, I expect at least like 10 fuckers out of here. And if I don't get that, then I'm a little disappointed. Oh, sorry. I would never <laughs> let you down like that, you fucker. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> or call, like, uh, thanks for Ted Lasso. I know a wanker is now definitely a thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But anyways, Amy, I feel like we, we've we missed you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your sim history. Um, I was born and raised in the mountains of North Carolina. I don't know what they're talking about with my accent. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm from London. Um, but Melissa and I met in grad school in America. Um, we immediately bonded over makeup and then The Sims pretty rapidly followed that. I think it was like, hey, I like your eyeshadow. Hey, I like your lipstick. Do you play The Sims? <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. also been playing since The Sims 1, um, but The Sims 1 Deluxe Edition. Yeah. So whenever that came out um, was when I, I picked it up and was was playing it. I think that either it was gifted to me or my brother was gifted it and he just gave it straight to me. And um, this is a little plug for one of Stasi's previous roundtables, um, but the, the one where you were discussing women and gaming yeah, yeah. Um, and talking about, you know, like traditionally like feminine or masculine games yeah. I do believe that that's exactly what happened you know he was given the sims 
he's six years older than me too. So maybe he just wasn't there, you know, but immediately passed it over to me. Um, Because I think it does have that connotation of like a girly game situation. Um, But there's nothing casual about how I play The Sims. So (laughs) there's nothing Um, casual about you. That's quite true. Thank you. I am very high maintenance. Um, (laughs) So yeah, been playing since Deluxe Edition. Played every iteration. Um, The Sims 3 actually caused me to take my biggest break from the Sims franchise completely. And that was just because I couldn't play it. Like like my computer literally couldn't run it, right? Um, But I would say it's probably my favorite too, which is, gosh... I'm a glutton for punishment, I suppose, aren't I? Saying that, like, I can't play the game and it's my favorite. Um, it's a toxic yeah, relationship. It is we, a toxic both, relationship. we both have it. Yes. <laughs> but when you play The Sims 3, it's just, it's different than any other iteration that we've had thus far. And mm-hmm. I think that we're getting on some kind of a right track with The Sims 4. It's just, it's difficult to maintain good faith for the length of the Sims 4's lifespan, I think. Yeah. Um, Did y'all see that the announcement? Sims 5 might be where I thrive, you know? Yeah. There's an announcement that they have content planned for years. So yeah. buckle up. Yeah. Um, But when The Sims 3 works, oh, it is such a joy. Mm-hmm. It is such a joy to play. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's also such a frustrating fucking it's a, it's the, It's the problem child. It, it's like, Sometimes it's great. And sometimes you're like, I think we've turned over a new leaf. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, this is still the problem child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, leads me to, we'll talk about some Sims preferences and then we'll yeah. talk about your podcast. Because I got a, I got a couple of questions. I, I like to ask these. Um, I am hosting a roundtable tomorrow to talk about Sims 5. I've been, I've been asking questions for, I don't know, maybe about a couple months now. Like, what do you think the Sims 5 is going to be? Holy shit. Um... People are not afraid to talk about their opinions for Sims 5. <laughs> I think they have this giant wish list mm-hmm. that I don't think is um is doable to to say oh, the least. Yes. Oh yes. Um, oh no. Um uh, they want open players. Uh if I hear werewolves um and fairies one more time, I'm actually gonna lose my brain. Um <laughs> uh drivable cars, um, yeah. mostly open world. Everyone just screams yeah. open world. Now I know we talked a little bit about this when I was on your podcast about Sims 5 and we were kind of like, I kind of want to keep open world. I want to be able to turn it off and turn it back on whenever I feel like it. Has that changed at all? Like, have you thought about it being always an open world or anything that you want from the Sims 5? So So, what I really think we need to take into consideration is with the Sims 4, they're really gearing it for all players Mm -hmm. and not just you know, gamers who have a beast of a laptop, a beast of a computer that can run the game. So unless they're willing to abandon that audience they've already created, they're going to have to do something, either a limited open world where you have the same neighborhoods like you have now, but maybe every lot in the neighborhood is open, Mm -hmm. which I think would be my preference um, if we can't have a traditional open world like The Sims 3. And maybe that's for the better just because sims 3 is a problem child Mm -hmm. um i don't think i would be disappointed if that's what it was um i do think if we were lot locked like we are now i would feel that disappointment okay because you're going forward in the series you want more Mm -hmm. you want it to work better you want more stuff 
And The Sims 4, especially early on in its lifetime, it just felt like such a setback. Yeah. Would you say that Sims 4 has become better the last, I don't know, seven years of it being out? No. <laughs> no. It has. No. I no, it has. Okay. The Sims I, 4, from release com- to now, now is better. Yes. In comparison to The Sims 3 and even The Sims 2, no. I would say that The Sims 4, where it is right now, is better in the end of life cycle of The Sims 3, because at the life cycle of the end of Sims 3, you were picking and choosing the packs that you could actually use. And that is not how The Sims players generally work, I don't think. That's fair. Like, we are a community that wants everything. Right. And then we want even more because there's a ton of people that play with mods and Mm -hmm. CC for not just The Sims, but build by and all of that. We are a community that wants it all. Mm -hmm. So the only thing that I would throw in Sims 4 favor, and please come at me and disagree with me. um, But for right now, the fact that my computer, which is not a high end gaming rig, it's middle of the road, you know, completely. the fact that I can play with everything minus kits because fuck you. Um, <laughs> Amy really wants that game changer title. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my God. Okay. That's okay, Amy. The next question is kits. Like, I swear to God, I, that was, I had that queued up because fuck kits too. We are yes. so good at transitions. <laughs> yeah, so, speaking of kits, mm-hmm. uh, but no, Amy, I do agree with you. Um, like, I, as the top of this, my laptop was literally dying. I, this laptop, $700. It was nothing special. It was on sale. Um, it's primary function is to answer emails and do zoom calls, but I am able to do everything I can in the Sims. I mean, it's very leggy some days, which makes me want to you know, blow my brains out, but it's a game. Of course it's going to be leggy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yep. So I'm happy with that. I'm happy that I can use CC, like if I had any more of like an intense game of like, like what I'm concerned about is my, if it's an open world, my sim will be, I won't be able to move because of the lagging issue. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that they have to put in to consider as well. Now, the argument that I know the Sims is going to have, because like I'm marketing what they're doing, it makes sense. What they're going to say is, well, you want to play the Sims? If you want to play the full Sims 4 experience, I think it's like over $500 now. That's a lot of money more. I mean, with all the kits and shit, it, it really just depends on your currency level as well. Yeah. Yes. To us, kits are eight bucks, which is stupid. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure of the conversion rate, but they're five bucks, right? Five yeah. US dollars. Yeah. Five US dollars. Yeah. They're, they're four pounds. Cause I usually do a lot. Of, I usually talk to a lot of UK people and they're like, it's, it's four quid. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it's $8 here. And they're like, well, that's expensive. I'm like, well, that's what conversion works out too. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they have to understand that like the Sims is a very expensive game. And if you want to play it to its full, I hardcore Simmers will go buy computers mm-hmm. because like the Sims demographic, uh, typically is 18 to 35. And then anything mm-hmm. above, anything above that is it's there, but it's not their bread and butter. Right. 18 to 35 usually do have more disposable income, especially the 18 to the 25 part. So they're able to spend a couple thousand dollars on buying a new computer because they don't have a mortgage or bills or kids, right? They're in university and depending on who pays for their university, they could have disposable income. Mm -hmm. So 
I can see where Sims is coming from. We're going to build a game that requires a bigger computer for the demographic that has disposable income. So I I can kind of see like where they're going with that. But at the same time, you're then eliminating a ton of people, which is also not smart either. No, no. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen with the Sims 5. Like they're first, they were saying it wasn't happening. It wasn't, it wasn't on the books and now Mm -hmm. it's on the books because now it's, it's being made in the UK. And I think we're going to see a trailer for it in 2022. Hmm. And I think we're going to see it first quarter of 2023. If that's my prediction, if I, if, if, I, if I was marketing or I can't see it Christmas, I can't see it. Cause like, not only could I, it, it's not a Christmas game that you want to put out. This is a, this is a lifetime game that you're going to hold with them. Yeah. This isn't like a call of duty that it, it was fine. And then it, you throw it away, but yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely think we're going to see more stuff for it. Now I did see that um, EA has said, and, and Melissa has also said that there's years of content and that they are working on another expansion pack. What are you hoping it's going to be? Ooh. That's a really good question. I actually haven't had any thoughts about expansion packs. No thoughts. The head okay. empty. Um, <laughs> no thoughts, just vibes. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I really want more base game updates just to fix what we have rather than shelling out new content. Um, It's not a perfect game, but right now I have everything I feel like I want. Really? I mean, I don't don't know what to ask for. You'll take that back. I mean, probably, but I don't know what to ask for. Generations, generational gameplay. Yeah, that's fair. I don't play generationally, Amy. Yeah, but you don't play it because it's not there. (laughs) I think that's the other part that Melissa and I talk about a lot when it comes to The Sims, and that is choice. Mm -hmm. If the gameplay isn't fleshed out, then it's not a real choice. Right. Yeah. Okay. And I more power to the people that play generationally and play vanilla, like a vanilla game, because I don't know how they do that. Um, You know, mods to bring you know, schools to feel more realistic. The fact that, you know, and maybe we'll see it a little bit more with what they've got going on with the neighborhood stories, which is glorified story mm-hmm. progression, right? Um, just the new term for it for The Sims 4. Um, there's an um for your counter. <laughs> <laughs> I lost count. I, I had a list of over 20 and then that was like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Bless you for keeping count. I lost count after five. I didn't even bother starting. (laughs) I got distracted. Uh, I love it. Yes. Like the the idea that playing through when when legacy challenges and like hundred baby challenges and all of these things that involve multiple generations are so popular within the community. It just feels like a real bummer that we're where we're at after Mm -hmm. They know, they know what the most popular expansion pack was for The Sims 3. Mm-hmm. And if I know that we don't really get like hard data, like sales and things to, to sort of show for it when it comes to expansions and things like yeah. that. So it's difficult. It's really frustrating for me. To justify it, right? But in my gut, listening to the community, Generations was the most 
popular Sims 3 pack. So the fact that we are where we're at in 4 and we don't have a true replica for that, parenthood does not count. No. No. Okay, if I wasn't a selfish person, I would have said generations, but I'm selfish and I myself don't need it. I honestly have more wants for like game packs rather than expansions. Hmm. Just because at the lower price point, I feel like they're a little more, when they're done well, they're a little more fleshed out. Yeah, okay. I'm just, I'm always thinking of vampires. That game pack was so good. Okay. And I would love a were, I'm so sorry, a werewolf. (laughs) I would love a werewolf's game pack. I would love a fairy's game pack. I would love a- She's about to fucking hang up. She's like, she's just going to end the call. Hey everyone, it's been a pleasure. We're going to wrap this up. It's been fun. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for coming. (laughs) No, it's okay. It's okay. Hey, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I want more chaos in my game. (laughs) No, that's fair. Now- like for my personal gameplay, it has not changed since the last time I talked to you. If anything, it's gotten, I don't have time to do anything anymore. I have literally Rose Chronicles takes up all of my time. And then mm-hmm. anything underneath that is fun time, which I've really gone into creative Sims because it's so much easier to do creative Sims than builds because it takes less time. Right. Um, but I like, I just kind of want working horses at this point. And I understand mm-hmm. what comes with that is being greedy. I just need it for my story. Melissa, mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm selfish. I don't give a shit what the rest like you can you, anybody <laughs> in the community can have whatever you want. I, this is what I want. I want horses and I don't know, like I want more of like a magical realm. And instead yeah. of it like, you know, whatever the one that came with the magic kit, I don't even I think it's like glimmer or something. It starts with glimmer. Glimmer. glimmer and then you have the and then portal. It's yeah. just called the magic realm, I think. Yeah, the magic yeah. realm. No, yeah. like I want to have it like that, or even have more like a medieval. Uh, castle stuff just because building castles in the sims for sucks so hard it's so hard because the windows suck the the doors suck there's nothing for castles there's nothing that's i think that's if i had to if i had to scream at ea i'm gonna do that but i'm the furthest person away from ever being an ea game changer so they're never gonna listen to me i said that's straight I could from- just yeah if i could just get the vibes of making magic back all I want I agree yeah selfishly that's that's the only thing I want the thing that you've brought up there is like something that I love about the sims 4 is the fact that we can travel to all of the different neighborhoods right yeah if I live in Oasis Springs I can travel to San Myshuno something that we we didn't have in three that worked effectively you know you kind of had to move your whole life or you had to have a mod to do it the traveler mod um And what you've pointed out there is a limitation, I think, of what we do have where everything is open. It makes it harder to have like that true fantasy realm because Willow Creek is always going to be there and those Mm -hmm. Sims travel freely. So you can't have that magical kingdom that you want, right? And at the same time, and this is so tough and why I don't don't MVEA, I hated being confined to the one world in Mm -hmm. three. I agree. Because sometimes you outgrow that, especially when you add in all of the packs. It became, no matter the size of the the maps, because compared to The Sims 4, The Sims 3 maps are huge. You still ran out of space trying to fit everything in that came with all of the packs. Um, But you could have that more, it was more isolationist. 
I guess, like, but I you like could have the, your fantasy world. And they had those. Like yeah, they released yeah. them on the store as well, right? Like this is your weird, creepy, haunted world. Here is your dragon medieval world. You know what I mean? They had the themes running yeah. through and it was a lot easier to do it that way. I, yeah. I agree. I think if they did, I'm sorry, I'm going to say another sin. If they did a world kind of like Batu, kind of like... um Frick, frack. What is that called? The one where you go in jungle adventure. Oh, God. Uh, Salvadorada. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Nobody came to play today. Did it? That wasn't even in the talking points. You just had that in your back pocket. <laughs> we share a brain cell. <laughs> but if they did a magic medieval realm, kind of like that, mm-hmm. I think it could work because then it doesn't bleed into your regular gameplay too much. I actually don't know if Batu bleeds into regular gameplay because I don't have that pack. Um, but if it doesn't, then you could travel to Magic World, take a yeah. little vacay, be magical for a little bit, and then come back to your regular boring Oasis Springs mm-hmm. life. Yeah. yeah. Like for what I do is I just I just build sets on and I just buy lots. And I just mm-hmm. put everyone in there and I just continue along with the set at this point that's that's the only thing I can do because like I just did like homecoming and I just like how do can I have more than eight sims there so I had like a party and had brought everybody in and then I just made a black and white theme and because I have so much cc a lot of this stuff is super broken for black and white mods so it was like a bunch of like different colored stuff so it (laughs) kind of worked out really well but like that I I totally agree like it's hard because like I literally just learned that decor sims were a thing a couple weeks ago. I didn't know that was a thing because I was looking at people's stories and I'm like, how do you have like a hundred people in this photo? Mm-hmm. And they're like, Stassi, it's decor sims. Here are all the links. And I'm, I think that's what I love about this community. I don't have to work hard. They do the work for me, <laughs> which is amazing. Speaking of doing the work for me, this is, so we all saw that EA is now starting to do game pack refreshes. Um, what do you think the next game pack refresh is going to be? Dine out. Thank you. Me too. <laughs> I, I also think it's going to be dine out. Yep. And here I am. I'm going to be selfish again. I want them to revamp outdoor retreat. Okay. Yes. Those are, I those are my two. Good idea. Well. Yeah. Yeah. You it's have just... to revisit your initial packs. It's so yes. different now. Um, that, that game pack feels like a stuff pack by modern Sims yes, it's so empty. <laughs> yeah, completely. Um, and I know that you get the the world, and I think adding a neighborhood or a world or whatever, that's like a check mark for EA, right? That that means that mm-hmm. that's a game pack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems to be one of the criteria, you know? Um, but you're so right. That pack, when you play it, has the bones of something really cool. Like the mm-hmm. herbalism skill is cool. Yes. Like, I, I rarely play with it because it doesn't actually intersect much and this is a problem across the board. Collectibles don't really play well. They don't matter. With each other. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if they could revamp that, oh, I'd be here for it. Same. Okay. Another problem with um, outdoor retreat is if you play with it with seasons, it's so hard to do the aspirations. It's so hard to do the herbalism skill because nothing is ever in season when you visit. Yeah. You have to go at like the height of summer to be able to collect everything. Otherwise, it's just not going to be growing. Yeah. And it's so fucking frustrating. Yeah. Even with like a 
um, mod that makes everything being able to be gardened all year. But still, still doesn't work. you're modding us the solution. And they know that that's a problem, right? Because we mm-hmm. talked about this, that in cottage living, we love the fact that the harvestables in cottage living are not affected by seasons. Yeah, you right. can harvest a watermelon, an aubergine, a pumpkin, whenever. The fact that they didn't play have that play into seasons is like great. I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it means that whenever the fair falls for growing a huge crop, you can do that. And that's what they kind of probably need to retcon with the herbs and stuff from yes. outdoor street. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Melissa, go ahead. Yeah. The gardening from seasons. Like I really enjoyed the revamp until it started to play against me. <laughs> Where it just, it's so frustrating to try to have a garden year round. Yeah. Especially when you take into, co- into consideration God is living, then you don't have your harvestables all year. So you're running out of ingredients. If you're playing with the lot trait where you can only have fresh foods available for eating. So frustrating. Yeah. Agreed. Which, you know, I appreciate a little bit of a, bit of a challenge, but. I love it. Now, speaking of cottage living, this is actually actually a really good segue. When I was on your podcast, we talk, cottage living was just starting to come out. We were just talking about it. And you asked yeah. me what my favorite expansion pack was going to be. And I literally said cottage living. And you're like, that's ballsy. It's not even out yet. <laughs> um, I would like to say cottage living is my favorite expansion pack. I think it held up on all the promises. Unfortunately, and for me, it's still so glitchy. I still haven't really had a chance to fully play it, but I really like the build by. I think that's oh definitely. yeah. Oh, for oh, yeah. sure. Oh my yeah. God. It's amazing. Um now for you, for you guys, are you happy with cottage living? Did it succeed your expectations? Yes. We've talked about this. We enjoyed yes. cottage living a lot. Mm-hmm. It's difficult, which is new for the Sims 4. I was so poor. My sim was so freaking poor for so long. I ended up having to gold dig and marry that really rich guy with a like terrible marriage in the cottage living world. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's her solution to everything. Oh, I'll just marry someone rich. They'll take care of it. Yep. (laughs) Didn't actually manifest that in IRL, which is a real bummer though, right? Um, <laughs> We're married for love. It's fine. Stupid. <laughs> what a waste. What a waste of my youth. <laughs> um, but yes, it's difficult. I love the cast assets, particularly. Okay. I think they're super cute. I love that they added actual like storytelling. aspects to the world the fact that you can learn about the different sims and they have what feels like real personalities Mm -hmm. once since they promised that you know way back in the first initial sims 4 trailers where it's like your sims have personalities now look at all these wacky emotions now it feels like they actually do you know the callbacks to the crumple bottoms love that immaculate like they really did this I feel like they listened okay Mm -hmm. I, I totally agree with you. Speaking of, you know, EA listening or they don't listen, uh, kits suck um, without a doubt. Um, I do I do everything to bash kits left, right, and center. Um, mm-hmm. I've had console players scream out at me saying, you need to take a breath. You need to go outside. You're very angry. These are for us. They're not for you. Ooh. They're for us because they can't have CC. So they need to have these little, like these kits to, um, you know, 
make their game more whole. And I'm like, holy fuck, you're right. You're absolutely right. Because yeah, I couldn't honestly, when I, I think when we, when I first started talking to you guys, I was like, Oh, I don't use CC. It's fine. Blah, blah, blah. Now I can't live without CC. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I would do without it. And, um, console players don't even have the ability to do it, especially console players, storytellers. I don't know how the hell they do it because you need poses. I yes. preach every pose creator. You guys are awesome. You guys, yeah. you guys help out a lot right now. The kid I specifically really want to talk about is the one that just came out this week. That's set. Oh, Alyssa, I could see your eyes. I know. I have thoughts and feelings about this. Okay. Well, this is perfect because then we're at the we're at the thoughts and feelings part. <laughs> so modern menswear just modern. released this week. It did. Uh, did you like it? Did you no? Do you, no. Okay. I fucking hate it. Did you hate it because okay, so Sims Twitter went on fire because men were wearing skirts. And dresses, and then I was like, "How do men? My men don't wear that stuff. So okay, why? Who cares? Let yeah. them wear they what they want. Yes. Clothing is already not locked to gender. I agree. First off, gender is not locked to gender. Yep. Second off, <laughs> it, yes. like I don't yes. give a fuck what men wear. I give a fuck that these assets are so poorly done. Yes, they're so ugly. Yep. There was no polishing done. Like yep. I was watching um, Urban Simmer go through the kit." because she went through all the swatches and stuff. They didn't make sense. The clothing items don't match up well. Mm -hmm. And everything just looks like a first draft, really poorly. I mean, look at Cottage Living. Look at that pearl necklace we got. Yeah. It is so beautiful. And it's actually 3D. And then you compare it to that fucking shawl thing on top of a copied asset so you have two of the same asset one just has a goddamn shawl thing and the shawl thing looks pasted on mm-hmm. it doesn't look like a scarf yeah make it make sense ea i'm I, not paying five dollars for this bullshit i i totally agree with you i i i hate kits anyways and i, I saw this i actually thought it was a, a like a cc kit when i saw the tweet come throughout i just was, i was like i was at work and i was like what the fuck and then I opened up I was like oh this is a thing so it's based on Stefan Cook's men's fall 2021 line (laughs) and I will say that the only credit I am going to give his fall line and the sims pack they they do match because I went through for when I I did a review and it, it like you're like yeah that that is it here's the thing I think they played it way too safe like I, that's literally, it's all I kept screaming. I'm like, this is way too safe. Like literally look what Harry Styles is wearing or any non-binary person wearing that. Like fashion is fashion. To mm-hmm. me, that wasn't high fashion. That was phoning it in because like, I have a couple of non-binary characters that I play with and homecoming. I wanted them to wear like, like a, you know what Billy Porter wore? I think it's to the Oscars. He wore like the suit jacket and he had like this giant dress underneath. Yes. I wanted to do, I wanted to recreate that. And it looks so weird on guys because it just looked like it didn't fit because mm-hmm. all the skirts are meant for girl Sims and like, and all the dresses and stuff. So it just, it looked really odd and put, it didn't look right. And that's why I was like, I was like, I really had hope that we were going to have something a little bit better and then when I saw like the ugly sweater contest game I'm like oh my god people are buying that kit too people are like yes yeah. and I'm like why I just and irritated I me like so the much knitwear in I'll give an I'll give a like 
what I like about it so that yeah. we can be a bit balanced. I really enjoy the knitwear mm-hmm. in the pack. I think it's really cute. I even like the little splashy things. Sure. Get down with your bad self. I don't mind. I'm trying not <laughs> to shake my head at you, Amy. I don't care. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I also love the, um, like, it's like a little floral design. But to be honest, you could have just, like, lifted and landed that and put it in cottage living, and it wouldn't have looked out of place. Yeah. So I think that that's where the people who are saying, oh, you didn't push it far enough, that's probably where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. That if you could lift and land these pieces into other packs that we already have in the sims have you understood what modern menswear is mm-hmm. and I think that that's what you're talking about too when you're thinking about like glossy magazines at the moment with men on the covers you know they are pushing more boundaries and things like that so uh, modern menswear maybe is the cr- might actually be like a good name for what they ended up giving us. But what we've shown in the reaction, hopefully, is that they could do another kit in a similar vein, kit, whatever. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be a kit, it's going to be a kit. I, it's we'll what it put is. a pin in the idea that we don't like kits for right now. But in a, f- a further kit to expand the offerings, like the cast assets for our masculine Sims, I think that there's a portion of the Sims community that has vocally said, hey, you can push this a little bit more if you wanted. Go a little bit more creative. Look what is out there, you know, maybe on the runway, et cetera, right now, and think, what could we defy further? What okay. boundaries and binaries could we push further here and rip them apart? I like yeah. that. And not to completely shit on kits, I did like the Inchon arrivals kit. I thought those assets were really very well put together. They they mesh well, but they also stand out from what we have. What I think EA should do with kits, and this is me, not a game changer. I have no authority. Give us stuff that is wacky. These yeah. are $5, $8, four pound. We don't have to buy them. We've already proven that we aren't buying them. Use this to give people their wildest dreams niches yeah absolutely delve into a niche and deliver on it yeah i can't can't wait to see the sims 4 furry pack or furry kit release come through i would buy that (laughs) just for the fucking chaos of it i'm not a furry friends listeners countrymen she is (laughs) (laughs) but i love the idea of chaos in my game this you can kind of be a furry already, though, right? There's a bear suit that came with Outdoor Street, and then there's yep. the hamster one that came with uh, not my fuckable. first <laughs> Oh, my God. Be a okay. furry if they're not fuckable, Amy. That was my next question. Like, what if they ever had, like, a sex kit where you could, like, you know, like, do, like, different poses instead of it doing, like, um, whatever, wicked whims? That will never happen. They Keep would never team, do that. Keep a team. <laughs> <laughs> they would I never don't know. do that. Hey, I don't know. I, I'm too Leave that for wicked whims. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I like. I think it would be cute. Like, if they ever did like a cute like lingerie pack, because all the lingerie is. I would shit. love that. I would love that. I would actually maybe think about buying it. Hey, if they want to do another collaboration, collab with fucking Fenty. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be gorgeous. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Literally, exactly. Who came to my mind too? Yeah. Um, but also the underwear, just underwear category, mm-hmm. like in The Sims. Four is obviously, I guess you would put it under, you know, sleepwear mm-hmm. is the least risque 
I feel like. Oh, yeah. That we've had in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Sims 3, especially with late night. Oh, damn. If you have that pack, there was a lot of like garter belts and all of that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, or even the master here. suite stuff. They had a lot of yeah. really pretty underwear pieces in that as well. Yep. We need to get a little 50 shades of gray going on in the Sims. <laughs> well, I, again, Okay, there's a there's a portion of the Sims that again 18 to 24 are the like the main players. We are adults. We're not saving ourselves for prom. We are adults. And it would make you know weirder sex scenes and photos because like honestly, I didn't know Sims porn was a thing until my first dance Instagram. I had no idea. And I'd sit there and I'd be like, oh, oh my, oh my God. And my fiance walked by, he's like, is that porn? Is that Sims porn? I'm like, yeah, this is sick. This is sex pose, boobs out, you know, little, little fuzzed out fake dick. But yeah, like I, I feel like, yeah, you guys are I'm so chaste when it comes to my Sims playing. I don't have wicked whims or anything like that. And they just do the woohoo. And sometimes I even leave them to do their little thing. Did you, did you guys see what it looks like when you woohoo? Um, like what it looks like, what your Sims are actually doing. Yes, it's so oh, yeah, it's haunting. It's haunting. Yes. I saw yes. that and I was like, I don't know if I can ever woohoo again. <laughs> Knowing that that's all they're doing. That's such a waste. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's creepy. I feel like they um even, you know, like the blur, like getting rid of the blur, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Exhalation. Like that is weird too. Like I feel like if that's your niche and you enjoy that with the Sims, CC is definitely and mods are. The oh, way yeah. that you have to go because you know they're, they're basically Barbies. Yep. Yeah. Yep. A hundred percent. Your bad self. Again, I told I told you what happened the first time I ever downloaded Wicked Whims. The my character was butt ass naked coming out the shower, and I was like, no, 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 no. I want to be able to like you know turn it off and on instead of just always being butt naked. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, I feel like we've had a fun chat about Sim stuff. I think this is a perfect time to talk about your podcast. Ooh, yeah. Oh. So tell us uh, a little bit about your podcast and what inspired you to start it. Sure. Want me mm-hmm. to start? <laughs> sure. <Yeah. laughs> the, the honestly, that's every podcast. Sh- should I go? Yes. <laughs> should I go? Um. So the pandemic obviously it was really hard and working from home was just honestly soul crushing. And Amy and I would be texting, you know, about the Sims and we realized we had some hot takes and (laughs) we've always had hot takes about the Sims, but we wanted something that was kind of something to look forward to aside from the monotony of working our day jobs, Mm -hmm. something that we could put a little bit of passion into aside from just screaming at each other over Facebook Messenger about what was happening in our Sims game, we decided to uh, put on some headphones, break out the mics and scream at each other through video chat Mm -hmm. and then put it on the internet for people to listen to. Mm -hmm. Exactly that. I love that. Um, We've been playing for both of us for a really long time. So we felt like our knowledge base was there that if we had something to say that it was rooted in being in the community for a really long time. Um, And sometimes with The Sims 4, and this is not a disparaging comment, but Sims 4 is where a lot of people have started, 
with, mm-hmm. with the game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that what makes the community great is when you bring all of the voices together. So we thought, why not throw ours into the mix as sort of old timers in the community? Um, you know, two people who have played every iteration somewhat compulsively and obsessively, um, you know, why not throw our opinions out there and see if they resonate with people? Um, we also just love talking about it. Mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. And it was to the point where we would have conversations and it was just genuinely like, why don't we just record this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's what our podcast has really become is us, you know, shooting the shit, having the conversations we'd be having offline anyway, but recording it and you know, pushing it out there for people to agree or disagree with, right? And that's the other thing about the Sims community is everyone has an opinion. I think that if not on here, Stassi, you have said it on your channel before that Sims Twitter is on fire. Oh God, yeah. Often, um, you know, and the same for any kind of social media platform when you're talking about the the Sims. There are so many opinions out there and we just thought, why not? Get involved in that. It's such a lively and vibrant community that why wouldn't you want to get more involved in it? Yeah. And we're both podcast whores. (laughs) I have more time listening to podcasts than I do music. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, doing a podcast is something I've always really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And so why not do it about something I love with a person I love? Okay. I'm proposing to you over video chat again. Oh, I accept. <laughs> Let's run away together. If we went to Utah, we could be multiple married, right? Oh, you want to keep Alex? Oh, should I not? Mm-hmm. That's fine. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I feel like I I feel like this is a hot day. I should probably go. <laughs> the forbidden the pack that Melissa wasn't allowed to have. <laughs> the forbidden pack. <laughs> Oh my god! I I talked to somebody serious like because this would be my twenty third simmer spotlight that I've done, and I always ask builders what was your favorite pack, and I've had three simmers say hot date, and I'm like, wow, like wow. I'm talking like I, I, I'm I'm like oh I mean like Sims four they're like yeah, Sims four pack sucks hot date is where it's at. Bless. <laughs> Bless their heart, bless their little hearts. But um, Hot date was the blueprint that Melissa was never allowed. I'm gonna tell my mom. <laughs> Look what you've deprived me of. <laughs> oh my god. I have to ask you this because it's in the title. Do you actually speak Simlish? Or did you suggest a fun name? <laughs> well, if you want to find out more, dear listeners, we have a whole episode where we uh, challenge our partners to speak Simlish. And it was fun and it terrible. It was a laugh riot. I'm they so glad I didn't about the Sims. And like, I think that They're a lot both of white Sims, men. Well, they know nothing. And they act like it. No. <laughs> oh my God. Disparaging comments. Um, but yeah, like I feel like a lot of Simmers pick up on Simlish. If you play with it out loud, obviously if you don't whatever but if you're playing with it out loud you'll pick up phrases and you don't even flip and realize the sims 2 university is my favorite pack of all time bar none the best and i used to sing along in simlish to the college rock radio station 
Mm-hmm. I listened to the songs, like the English counterparts, because they're all real songs, right? Yeah. Um, on the college rock radio station. Um, and I was like, oh, this sounds terrible. Like I need my simlish version. <laughs> this is incorrect. It's the wrong language. <laughs> I, I totally agree with you. I mean, I can't, sometimes it, it's weird when I'm like, you know, CC stuff and it's not in Simlish and it's in English. And I look, I'm like, this is not, this is not real. They don't speak yeah, English. Don't it's I Simlish. can't download it. I can't know. I, I, I did it once. I was like, no, no, never again. Um, no, that that's awesome. I, I only know Susu. I think I've even said it wrong. That's the only Simlish <laughs> I no, I've been playing since 03, man, and I still don't know Simlish. I feel like we need to have Stassi on to our podcast and do a Simlish quiz again. A Simlish that quiz? That would, <laughs> that would be very fun. Guys, I'm dyslexic. That's not fair. My brain. <laughs> <laughs> I would sit there and be like, what's this word? Or I because like, I, I've learned how to read differently. So I'd be like, um, oh, this is awful. But I, anytime we'll do it all audibly. Yeah, we'll do yes. all audio. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But anytime, 100%. I love being on your podcast. That was actually the first podcast I was ever on. And you, you guys are the first guest, I believe. There you go. Yeah. And that encouraged me to create my own podcast. I was like, if these guys can do it, I can do it. But I felt so, okay. I if these asked, dumb bitches can do it, I can do it. <laughs> no, you guys were so awesome. And I'm just like a walking fart joke, okay? Like, I can't take myself too seriously. But I was just like, I had a lot of fun listening to this. And I'm like, I want to like, I want to do this. I felt so scared to tell you I was creating a podcast because I was going to say like, you're going to be like, burn a witch. She stole our idea. Like, I was so scared of that. No. And I, was like, I was like, no, no, no. And then I'm like, I'm going to do like, like my podcast is primarily just interviews. Like, like that's literally all it's whatever simmer spotlights I put on YouTube I just take the audio and just throw it there because I mean not everybody wants to you know watch a video they want to listen to it mm-hmm. yeah and to be honest with you my my podcast gets way better viewership than my YouTube videos like without a doubt I yeah I, I hey yeah I think there's something to like plugging in and like going about your everyday life especially during the pandemic that makes people feel a little bit less alone Mm-hmm. And like the most uh, that makes it sound really sad I don't mean it in a sad way like I mean it in like a beautiful connected way yeah. that there are so many times that our world right now feels so overwhelming that you could just plug in and listen to you know like if you're a regular listener of Stasi's podcast that you plug mm-hmm. it in you hear her familiar voice and there's something really like beautiful about that, especially when you think about the reach globally that they yeah. live so many thousands of miles away from you. Mm-hmm. But they plug in, you know, their headphones to listen to you and they feel closer and connected. No, I absolutely agree. Uh, like, I was shocked because, like, now that I have enough listens, I can actually see where, like, where stuff actually being listened. Yeah. It's actually not my family. I was actually really generally shocked by that because I just expect them to just listen because yeah. they have to because I force them. <laughs> um, it, it's all in the UK. I was like, holy shit. I had somebody message me this week because um, the Simmed Up magazine picked up because I was doing it and they, they plugged it, which was really nice of them. I did not need to do that. And I had so many people be like, oh my God, I listen to this all the time. Like you're, you're, you're somewhat funny. I'm like, thank you. I am somewhat funny. That please put that on my tombstone. Somewhat funny. Oh my God. Yeah, we'll right? make like a little Girl Scout badge for you. Oh my God. Yes, please. <laughs> I would wear that shit with pride. <laughs> I remember um, texting Amy about the first time we had a listener that wasn't from the UK or from the US. 
and just being like, oh my God, we're global. You know, we definitely don't know this person. <laughs> it wasn't like, we're like, I'm not paying them to listen. <laughs> They're actually listening. It's so cool. I mean, which will bring me to my next question. Since having a podcast, what have you learned the most about your audience? And what is your favorite podcast you've ever done so far? Oh, mm. that first one I'm going to have to have a think about because mm-hmm. do you know the second question though? Let me answer that one because it's actually our, one of our recent ones. Okay. I've started doing a series where we are exploring um, each Sims game. Okay. So I've and, seen that. Um, we are gonna we're committed to it so we just did the sims one base game and before that we'd done like overviews of mm-hmm. one two three and four yeah. and now we're going and deep diving into base game and every we'll do like every pack that came mm-hmm. with it um and the last one we did we both independently texted each other afterwards to just say how much fun we had doing it and I think that that's the way that we'll always measure our success was it our most listened to podcast absolutely not the podcasts that get the most listens for us are the ones that are like news flashes like talking about up-to-date current things which I totally understand I get that those will always probably get the most views listens whatever right you'll probably feel the same Stasi. but just the fact that we could take a trip down memory lane together and bring together our experiences have a laugh together and and explore this game that has had such an impact in our life hands down my favorite one that we've ever done yeah I agree I had a lot of fun doing that um and just so I'm not saying the same episode I think one of my favorite episodes was the one where we did interview our partners mm-hmm. because again it was just it was just so much fun and it was you know a little bit for us a little bit for you know just something fun to listen to easy but it was, it was just a fucking riot. It was just so fun. Yeah. I also want to go on record and say that that was literally the worst podcast I've ever had to edit. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. (laughs) Trying to keep them in line was so stressful. It's like herding cats. Oh my. Although it did also prove that my boyfriend actually like actively listens. Mm -hmm. And that was just, yeah. uh, that they was, got way more right than I thought that they were going to get right when it came I know. to Sims terms. Yeah. They listen to us. They do. That's why we picked them. There you go. <laughs> Finding good part. I love that. No, I, I think these are these are all good answers. Now, this is something that we talked about before we started the podcast, but I feel like we got we to gotta circle around and bring this. Editing a podcast humbles the shit out of you. Agreeing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. No. The, the ticks that you have, you'll never know. Other people probably know that, oh, that's Amy. She says, I'm a lot, or she says, mm-hmm. fuck a lot. Of course I do. <sighs> but, you know, going through and actually editing and listening to the things that you say or you repeat and all of that kind of stuff, you're like, oh, shit, I need to stop doing blank. Like there were early on, Melissa and I would go back and forth and be like, we have to do better at not doing, you know, insert mm-hmm. whatever we did. Terribly talking bad. over each other. <laughs> Raise your hand if you want to speak. <laughs> um, I actually don't find it too humbling. I feel a little more confident in myself, honestly. Um, 
There's that um. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't hate my voice as much as I thought I was going to. I, at the beginning, I think I volunteered pretty readily to do the bulk of the editing. Mm -hmm. Um, But we do, we split it pretty much 50-50 now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was so afraid that I was going to just die of cringe listening to myself. And it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. So that makes it made me feel a lot better about myself and knowing that I can actually speak competently to a subject is really nice. And also I'm, I'm a dumbass, So I laugh at our jokes. So I'm just sitting by myself, editing, laughing at my own jokes. I like that. Um, the reason, the reason I like to ask this, so I just interviewed, uh, the CCO of Gamer for the Simmers Digest. I said, oh my God, not the Simmers, Sims up. Uh, definitely not Simmers Digest. Um, so, um, they needed it as a transcript. Oh my God. I say so much stupid shit. (laughs) I don't realize you're saying it until you have to literally read it out. Oh my God. That humbled me the most out of everything I think I've ever done in my life is that, taking that the audio different. and then yeah, taking it to yeah. a, I've never had to do that before. Taking it to a, tra- a transcript. I literally said, I'm like, I'm never doing that again, <laughs> ever. No, that t- it took me nine hours to transcript it. Every- I even had a program that did it, but I had to listen because I yeah. have, oh, um, um, and then like, it wasn't smart enough, the program to know like multiple people talking at once. So I literally would have to be like, fuck, she didn't say that. Pause. Mm-hmm. And like have another one. It was awful. Mm-hmm. I'll never. Yeah. Interview was great. The transcript part was super awful, but. Well, let me say something nice about you because this oh. is the thing. <laughs> well, you, the the floor different. is open for the next six hours. <laughs> <laughs> transcripts are so different, you know, sounding good on paper versus when you speak is such a different thing and when you speak you speak wonderfully you command the room you are eloquent the questions you ask are thoughtful so just throwing that out there that don't let that transcript damage any kind of self-confidence that you have about what you're doing oh my god Amy and it is a joy to chat with you yes it was a joy to chat with you the first time even when you as you said, you had no experience on a podcast. You did wonderfully. Yeah. You and, it is, and it is a joy to chat with you once again. Can we like, can I, can I join this marriage? Can we like, yeah, can sure. it be a three-way marriage? I That's can cook for you guys. Only like, Utah I'm, after all. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, thank you guys. That means so much. I, I love your podcast again. It was like, it was my top podcast I listened to. Throughout this, and I don't listen to a podcast, but I came back to your guys' all the time. I really, really liked it. And I was just like, oh. And then I was like, I had to invite you back because I mean, you guys were like number one. And then, Amy, I got to tell you something. So the first time we were supposed to have a podcast, we, we had to move it because your internet gave out. And I just, I went, I, I remember on record being like, I don't know how anyone can survive with the internet. This is crazy, blah, blah. I then ha- that happened to me and having to move another podcast and people are like, do you not just want to do it? I'm like, no, there was a snowstorm and some idiot drove right into the internet and I don't have internet for three days. My locks are internet. Okay. Like my locks are Wi-Fi. I have the Wi-Fi lock. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. fucking lights that are Wi-Fi. Okay. Yes. I oh, literally, God. we had 72 hours. We didn't even know what to do with ourselves. Yep. What the hell are you doing? We can't oh watch God, TV. I hope you didn't think I was moving it. No, I no, 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 no. I knew it was a true thing, but I just remember being like, 
who can survive without internet? I'm glad I don't have to do that. And then fucking <laughs> karma bit me on the ass. The world humbled you, bro. The world humbled Because I'm sitting next to can't watch TV. I'm like, I guess we're going to watch DVDs. <laughs> because mm-hmm. there's like nothing else to do I we, ancient we, relics we had to because so, so we have roger so we had to call them and ask them for more data because like they knew it was a problem like there was nothing they could do there was a snowstorm they couldn't get out there fast enough to fix it we went through 35 gigs of data in three days trying because we all work from home we had yeah. to literally set up my my phone was the hotspot my phone could have baked cookies that's how hot it was the entire three <laughs> oh. days the fact that this this eight plus is still standing after that is incredible I did not expect that to last so yeah no I thought I always think about that conversation and be like huh I it got I got bit in the butt anyway with it but anyways <laughs> um <laughs> So your podcast is under a year, which is amazing. And I love it because you guys are like the best Sims podcast out there when it talks to news stuff and, and just like the Sims gameplay. Like I've heard a couple of them now. You guys are the best. Like I can actually feel like you guys are having fun and enjoying yourselves and you're just doing it for laughs and you're doing it for giggles. Can you can you just say that one more time? Also, I think I I was concerned first that Amy was, okay, there you go. Your, your face was frozen on screen and you looked really serious while I was saying everything. And I'm like, oh my God, am I offending you? I just no. messaged Melissa and I was like, you guys wrote. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> um, oh my no. gosh. I just got a pop-up that says my internet connection is unstable. <laughs> okay. That's what we get for talking she, about it. Okay. We're going to knock on wood. Find some wood. Knock on it. There we go. Okay. That's fine now. We, Our desk is good. Yeah, we saw we solved internet problems. But no, you guys are amazing. You guys have a lot of fun, and I I felt so honored that I got to be on your podcast. And I cannot wait to see what the what else the future holds for you. Now I do have a couple more questions. I'm going to send you on your way because I'm lazy and I want to watch Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> my fiance, because my fiance is not a big Harry Potter fan. Mm-hmm. So last night, like he was playing D and D, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to have a nice bath. It's been a very stressful week trying to move the wedding for the second time and talking about babies again. It's just been a lot. Um, so I'm like, I'm gonna have a nice bath. I'm gonna sit. So my fiance comes in. I'm just sitting on my phone, hum, like reading stuff. And he's like, Oh, you're not watching Harry Potter. I said, Oh, I watched the first one. And he's like, Okay, so like, I like, are you gonna watch any more? I said, Of course. I just you can't do more than one day. You gotta, you gotta like, you know, So he's like, he's like, Well, what's your favorite Harry Potter? And I said, Well. I really like two and four are my personal favorites. I really like two. I think I like two better than one. I know it's a controversial statement. I just really liked two. Two, I was a little bit older when I saw it in theaters. So I kind of really remember two more than I remember one in theaters. Yeah. And I really, and four, obviously, it's kind of like the turning point where Harry Potter was no longer for kids. It was more for the adults. Mm-hmm. But like, I can't tell you what happens in six. I had a really hard time because like Jason's like, oh, this is what happens in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. And I'm like, Dumbledore dies I think um Bellatrix burns down the Weasley house I think like it's six is the one I like I least remember out of Mm -hmm. all the five to me was really boring yeah five five and six are just like snooze fest because it's it's all dialogue it's all working their way up to seven but even seven part one to me was really slow yeah four is my favorite yeah 
So I, when I, when I really like something, I live in a universe where after I, after whatever it's done and, and I, like, I like it, I pretend the rest doesn't exist. <laughs> I do that with Sailor Moon after anything, after Sailor Moon season three, it, like so, three, four and five just don't exist. Um, I, yeah, no, it's, they're awful. But anyways, like anything after Harry Potter four doesn't exist in my mind. Oh, okay. I, yep. Yeah, I just, oh. Sorry. Oh, I actually have like a cute-ish story about Harry Potter. Lay it on me. So that's how my boyfriend and I got together is senior year of high school. He was like, oh, we should, when we were still just friends, we should watch Harry Potter like as a marathon. And so we did like just the two of us. And that was how we like ended up getting together. Oh, he asked me out during the fifth movie. Well, there That's you go. Because you guys weren't paying attention to the movie, and it was like, now's the time to make my move. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, there's a scene in the fifth movie where um, I think that's the one with Umbridge. Yeah. Yes. And she goes, "Oh, uh, student, male and student, male and female students cannot sit within a certain amount of space between each other." And he goes, "Oh, watch this, haha!" And like scoots closer to me, <laughs> and I like put my head on his shoulder. Okay. Oh. I'm done sharing, but <laughs> that's how we ended up getting together. Well, very, very, and very cute. Ten years later, we're, sh- we're still together. Hey, it worked out. It worked out. It did. Absolutely. I swipe left on ways that left or right on Tinder. I've never. I don't know. Tinder. I didn't ever go on Tinder. I just pressed the buttons because I wasn't responsible enough to make sure to remember which one was which. <laughs> so I pressed a button. And then we fell in love. And now oh, we're, we're coming up. Oh, we, just, we just did five years together. And oh my God. Wow. We've had a lot go on in five years. Pandemic, job mm-hmm. losses, moving to a different city, miscarriage. It literally has put it like, and I, I don't miss it the pandemic, but pandemic. Um, we know that we can survive anything at this yeah. point. Because yeah. like, honestly, and this is like the best advice I can give to anybody, you know, dating is we have a weekly check-in. So we sit down on Friday and we talk about our week. So say something bothered you, a, a one-off comment or just something. Um, you talk about it on Friday. So it doesn't stew all like forever. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. has actually really helped our, our relationship. And now we don't actually really do them too much because now we're so open and freeing to talk about like, you just said something that really hurt my feelings. And he'll be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Or he'll say it to me. He's like, crawled up yours ass and I'll be like oh my god I'm so sorry I didn't realize I was being a bitch I just I I sometimes it's my tone sometimes I just you know I'm a sassy bitch my tone right like it's just my natural state (laughs) I just I'm like bitch with a little bit sweet on the top like Mm -hmm. I I like to refer to myself as an ice queen like if I like you I like you and I'll do anything for you. If I don't like you, don't look at me. Don't talk to me. I will do everything in my power to make sure to know that like, we don't have to be friends. We can be in the same room, but we just don't have to like each other. Yeah. Oh, I, I won't even want to be in the same room with you. If I don't like you, I will do anything I can to avoid you socially. Really? Well, there you go. I think that's <laughs> a really fun fact with Melissa. And I think this, <laughs> I think this should lead us to our next question of, so what advice would you give to anybody wanting to start their own podcast? Ooh. Do it. Good answer. Do Just what? sit down and do it. Oh, <laughs> do what? Do it. Just sit down and do it. Do like have sex? Yeah. <laughs> Record yourself having sex and put it on Apple. Oh my God. Um, I would listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, but um, in all seriousness, if you want to do something creative like YouTube, like a podcast, just fucking sit down and do it because the hardest part is getting started. Mm-hmm. Once mm-hmm. you have it out there, it's so much easier to comp- to keep doing it. Yeah. I think the one of the scariest things was when Amy and I published our first episode. I like I was so scared of how we were going to be perceived or, and just being perceived in general. Do I don't like being perceived. <laughs> hence the peacocking yep. um but nothing happened nothing I mean nothing scary happened happened nothing yeah. bad happened yeah it was out there and it was okay yeah and then for me it would be that this doesn't have to be like an expense yeah. you know yeah. so yes it helps if you can get your hands on uh like a decent microphone or whatever sure but What does that really matter at the beginning? Go back and listen to any of your favorite podcasts Mm -hmm. when they started out, especially if they weren't on a big channel, you know, they started out just doing it themselves. Go back and listen to those episodes and listen to the audio quality, listen to the editing. Don't worry about that because nine times out of 10, you'll realize that they had to start somewhere too. Um, And I don't know if we'll get in trouble for plugging things on you can plug as much as you want okay so like anchor is a really good free platform that you can put out your podcast on that's owned by spotify they will handle pushing it out onto every other platform other than spotify for you as well and there are paid versions of it but you can get one that is completely free highly recommend we edit using a completely free audio as well called audacity Mm-hmm. super easy you can even um you have to get like a little add-on to it but it's not complex and again it is free mm-hmm. where you can um, extract the audio from a video file and still edit that and get the podcast out um because melissa and i like to see each other even though it is a podcast we like to see the social cues from one another when we're recording and then we just extract the audio file into audacity edit it free get it up onto anchor that pushes it out for us free like this does not have to be expensive for you to get started no uh, the only expense we had with the podcast is our art Mm -hmm. um we did hire an artist to do our art but um she's somebody we both know and we're good friends with yeah it's my sister (laughs) (laughs) she's a trained artist and so we hired her to do our podcast art and that was our only expense so far yeah okay because no, even when your friends are artists, you should pay them. Yes, pay them. A hundred percent. Even if they, even if they say no to money, buy yes. them something, take them yes. out for coffee, appreciate their time. I absolutely agree with you. So from like for me, podcasting. So I have Adobe CC mm-hmm. because I use Photoshop for Rose Chronicles. That's how I put the, everything yeah. together. So it just comes with Premiere Pro because I pay the thirty dollars a month because I'm a student. And, um, it's, it is, it, it is what it is. Um, I use RSS to push my, my podcast through. I tried anchor at the beginning. I, it, I was okay with it. Mm-hmm. I just like RSS better. It, it gives a little bit, a little bit better, um, marketing metrics. And because my fiance is a teacher, I get the teacher discount and it's four bucks a month. Not bad. They're still really reasonable. Yeah. It's really reasonable. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, for me to, you know, to do everything for Sims stuff, it costs 70 bucks, almost 70 bucks a month for me to, you know, do everything because I pay for professional zoom Mm -hmm. because I like zoom over Skype. I, Mm -hmm. I like 
that stuff. And I, I've, I've literally taken that $70 out of my personal life and we're able to put it in here because I don't drink any, well, I haven't drank in a long time. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't really shop for myself. This is, this is me. And like, I can't put a vow, like I, and I can't wait to make more money off this one day. But what also helps is now I do voice acting stuff and I get paid. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Yes. But helps, helps set the cost. Right. But yeah. Yeah. But anyways, no, that's good. Again, let, let people know uh, stuff you use because like I get messaged all the time. They're like, are your cat headphones really worth it? The answer is yes. Um, but you're right. Like I went back and I listened to my first YouTube video. I had a $30 mic from you uh, from Amazon and it was shit. Now I have a blue, I can't show you because it would fuck up my sound, but it's a blue ball, ice ball thing. I had a local TikToker sell it to me for 10 bucks. <laughs> it works. <laughs> works, right? I, yeah. I have a $20 mic from um, Amazon that works. Yeah. Perfectly fine. Yeah. I think Amy, you have the same one, but in black, right? Yes. Yeah. And don't, you just figure it out. Like if, your, yeah. <laughs> if you ever get the opportunity to upgrade, then that's awesome. But I feel like a, a lot of people are much more forgiving than you would ever give them credit for. Like if your audio isn't perfect, that's not going to turn them off of what you're saying and things like that. So if you feel like you have something to say, do it. And then also if you have any questions, like reach out to us, DM us, yes. those DMs, whatever you want to, you know, if you want to talk to us about these things, we are so open to it. Because, you know, Stassi, I can't remember now if you said it before or during the podcast. <laughs> it's okay. Because <laughs> time is a blur. But, you know, that you were worried that we would be ma- mad at you for some reason yeah. for starting a podcast. Like, hell no. We want there to be, like, floods of Sims mm. podcasts. We want all of our voices out there because only when we're all expressing ourselves can we really come together and be strong as a community. Yeah. And I'm not going to speak for Amy, but I'm so honored that we inspired you to create your own podcast. We created a podcast because we saw a bit of a gap in the market. Mm -hmm. You know, there, from my own research, there aren't many podcasts about video games, girl games. There's not many podcasts about the Sims. No. So why not fill that gap? Exactly. Well, that's exactly it, right? And I want to do something differently because I love interviewing people. I have a really good skill at it. Um, for anybody who's wondering, a lot of the stuff I send out pre-questions before, but the rest of it comes in my back pocket. I think of stuff along the way. I really enjoy it. It gives me energy for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know if I could sit and talk about Sims history. I think I would get bored. Right. I'd, I'd actually fall asleep. Not that yours was boring. It's just like, I just can't do it. We're yeah. nerds. <laughs> Speaking of you guys being nerds. So you're coming up to, it's almost been a year, but it's, it's like what? Nine months, nine, 10? We started in May. May. And I'm bad at math. So. Seven months. That one. There sure. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what goals did you have for your podcast for the first year? And what are your goals for year two? Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> your turn. So my, my goals were to have fun originally okay. and just to learn. Um, I really wanted to learn how to edit audio and just how to do a podcast just because I, I find them fascinating. And I'm, again, I'm always listening to podcasts. Yeah. And I think for next year, my goal would be to get sponsorships. Okay. To find out a way to get 
some kind of money generating because I really want to hire somebody to do a jingle for us so that we have um, our own audio, um, like music. Mm-hmm. And just to continue with the podcast and maybe have more of a regular schedule than what we have right now. Okay. These are yeah. all good goals. And I think they're very achievable. And I mean, if you need help with marketing, you know, I'm one stone throw away and I can always help you and point you in the right direction or help you write any letters you need to do. Or, or if someone gives you a letter and you think they're lowballing you, like I can tell you yes or no, this is a fair deal. That's what so I do. Every, yeah. Well, you can welcome it. So I do every day. Right. So like, I love helping people with marketing because it's a, it's a hard niche. Cause a lot of people have asked me in the last year, like, Oh, like you must buy your followers. I get that all the time. And I'm like, no, no, I'm just really good at what I do. If I, if I didn't, if I wasn't good at what I was doing, I wouldn't have a job. So, but that's no, such I'm, a weird thing to accuse someone of. That's a, buying, that's a very rude accusation. Yeah. Oh yeah. I get, cause like, followers. oh, I get it all the time because like some of my posts, it, it depends on the algorithms that Instagram will pick up. Like I might only get like 50, 60 likes and I should have an average of 350 at all, all, all my posts. Right. Because you want 10% of your followership mm-hmm. should like your photos. But at the end of the day, like only 200 people saw this because it didn't get picked up by explore. It stayed there. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that everybody likes everything they see. Right. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I get, I get it. Oh my God. Your voice is annoying. You should stop what you're doing. You should put makeup on. You should do your hair more. You, your voice sucks. Why do you hum sometimes? Um, you're dyslexic, but I see you read. Oh, I've been thrown a lot of things my way. Oh, the and- makeup thing is so fucking annoying. Oh, because so someone annoying. in the same breath will tell you to put it on and then will tell me and Melissa that we're wearing too much. Yeah. Right? It's either you're, you're a whore because you wear too much makeup or you're boring because you don't. It gets, mm-hmm. like, honestly, at this point, like, you can, like, anyone can throw anything at me it's not the yeah. worst insult like, I've heard. The ducks back. Like, oh, yeah. like we are adult women. You think that what you're saying is going to hurt our feelings. Right. You think I no, haven't heard worse motherfucker. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, think I, I love- haven't thought worse motherfucker. I appreciate when someone calls me a bitch and I'm like, yes, that means I got so far under their skin that that's the only word that they could possibly think of to describe me. That makes me so happy with my life, with my life yeah. choices to bring me that to moments. But Newsflash, stranger, I am a bitch. <laughs> yes. 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 Thank you for the compliment. <laughs> I wouldn't be where I am if I wasn't a fucking bitch. Exactly. I'm sorry. It's true, especially women in the workplace. Like, we have to be bitches so we can yeah. outercount our male parts because they're going to get it before us. And then mm-hmm. if we're not a bitch or we don't show good leadership, which is being a bitch, we don't get it. It's, it's, it's a double-edged sword. You're a bitch, but like, we like you being a bitch because you get shit done. What? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I feel like this has been a fun progress. We should cap this up. This is the longest video I think I've ever done. We're oh, cocking yeah. it at an hour 30. And please note <laughs> that like, I'm really bad at editing. So most of the stuff will stay in here. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, we were, we like hyped each other up and we're like, okay, she doesn't edit as much as we do. Be on your best behavior. We did say that. We did. We like be on your best behavior. I was like, I will think before I talk. Oh, I, I don't think I did it the whole time, but I tried. Oh, I, I don't care. care. That I, I mean, it's no the whole sense there. of being unplugged. Just say say what you want. I don't care. Like mm-hmm. unless like we've all everyone on this call has said we're not going to be an EA game changer. Mm-hmm. No one on this call is ever going to be an EA game changer because EA can't pay me to suck their dick hard enough to plug something that's bad. 
Yep. I've said it. Don't care. It's true. I mean, <laughs> you guys, it's, but that's what it is, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. the same thing with an influencer. How yep. much money? Now, if EA is like, I like your attitude and I'm going to pay you right. X amount of dollars. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay a bill. I'll sell out. I don't care. It's money. I'm not selling my soul to the devil. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll plug whatever kit you want me to. Right? <laughs> I'll plug it. Yeah. It doesn't mean but I like in it. The next, in the next post, I will say I don't actually like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, right? Like, I don't know. And to me, it is what it is. And like, if you like me, like me. And if you don't, you don't. And then if you don't like me, then move on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm outspoken. My, as yes. um, my fiance says, my ego enters the room first and yeah. then I follow. <laughs> and it's very true. And but enjoy anyway. this hour and 30 minutes of our egos entering first. <laughs> I'd like to confidently say, I think we're over a hundred ums. And this this is also the, I, I definitely, I like the swear words. Cause like sometimes people will be like, they'll be like, oh damn. And I'm like, they're like, can I swear? And I'd be like, fuck yeah, you can swear. And they're like, oh yes. good. And then that's the only swearing they'll ever do. That sounds fucking ridiculous. I fucking agree. <laughs> that's a goddamn shame. <laughs> oh, I like what you did there. Anyways, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Please go check out um, Speaking Sandwich. It is on all music listening platforms. Am I correct in thinking that? Um, yes. Yeah. Um, their Instagram links are going to be below. Please go listen to them. They are amazing. This was just a snippet of what their podcasts are like, but theirs is way better than mine. Mine's just for fun. <laughs> Ours is also for fun. <laughs> oh yeah. Yours is way more fun, but you edit out the stuff you don't want to listen to. I'm just like, it stays in. It's fine. We had this conversation. I've, I, to be fair, I have had to edit out some people's comments because they're like, I shouldn't have said that. And I'm like, no, because then it doesn't flow right. Because when you have a video, you can tell when it, stuff is gone. Yes. Because we're not we're in a different spot. Yeah. So it's a lot easier to clean up audio. We, so much easier. A lot of the time, it's cleaning up dog barking. No dogs have barked this time, which is good. My Mine groaned when I said something about my partner. Oh well, I did. It didn't. It didn't get picked up. Yeah, I don't think it did. But he's in here. He's groaning. Mine have drunk water. They've shook. That's probably in there. Oh, I've, I I've seen. I've seen your pets walk through. Mine is asleep on the couch over there. Bless. Yep. She she's a cat. She's just you know she's over there. But anyways, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for having us. Thank oh you God. for having us. Yes. No. Of course. Again, please go listen to their podcast. It's amazing. And have a great rest of your day, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.